Dan. Hi, Dan. We're two Dans. And we do Dan. Yes, we do. We've done him seven times, and this is episode eight. Number eight. Yeah, we are cracking along. Ocho in another language. Yeah, we can't believe it, to be honest. Yeah, we made it. Mm. Big hitters. Um, I hear we're actually up for a world record of most podcasts about Danny DeVito. Really? Yeah, I hear. Ah, um, I did get an email from Guinness World Records, but I haven't looked at it yet, so it must be something else. Oh, uh, yeah. My mine is in junk mail. Was uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. I think they thought it was beer advertising mail <laughs> or something. Uh, Guinness World Records isn't very official anyway, so. Yeah, no. They need to get it, like, get more legit. <laughs> I'm waiting on the Nobel, to be honest. Yeah, I think there is a Nobel Prize for most podcasts about Danny DeVito. Are you, are you, who, who's the current Nobel Peace Prize holder for that title? Do what, you, what title? For most podcasts about Danny DeVito. Who's um, there isn't one. Well, there'd have to be someone's on a podcast about nah, him. it's us. No, we're like literally the first people to ever mention him in a podcast. Not to mention him, but I've done some research. Can't find anybody. Ah. All right, well. Yeah. Welcome to the... Pretty excited. You know, um, it's original, apparently. I hope we can present each other our <laughs> Nobel Peace Prizes. Um, just excuse me one second. Okay. I've got a thirst that needs crushing. <laughs> so I've got a... I've just cracked a thirst crusher. Product placement. Mm. Without mentioning what it is, of course. That's right. We just signed our first deal. Yep. We're big wigs now. We've made it. <laughs> So, uh, we're two Dans, and we do Dan, Nita Vito. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go through the chronological-ologiness of yep. his movies. Yes, we do. And this week, we're at Swap Meet. Yeah, the 1970-something gem. Ah, oh, gem. Yeah, isn't it? What? How's um, the song? I want to lead with that. Yeah. Oh wait, did you hear it? Is it? Um, can we can we quickly just punch out the apologies from last oh, week? Oh yeah, my mistake. <laughs> sure. Um, do you want do you want to drop them this time? Uh, yeah. All right. I'll. Or should I? I'll Who made the most mistakes? Me. Can, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's de- I always think it's going to be me. No, it's I definitely think... me. Because I because I sound so confident about my my answers. That's true. I think also because you're the one doing the checking, <laughs> so you're more aware. <laughs> yeah, of checking okay, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but hey, hit me. Uh, Apollo G's. You know how I mentioned that Aurora was a space shuttle. Sure, it ate. Oh, yeah. It is Apollo. You're right. Yeah. And I think that's where the confusion was. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll yeah. Um, And by researching uh, Apollo spacecraft, all I found was pictures of Aurora Borealis. So, yeah. Like you mentioned. Wow. Well. Uh, Mary Shelley was 21 when she wrote Frankenstein, not <laughs> 17. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Uh, Larry David's net worth, not 70 million, 400 million. Bloody hell. Yeah. That's a rich bastard. And that was all for the apologies this week. You led me to believe there would be a lot. No, it it just felt like a lot because they were all mine. Because of all the shame. Yeah. All right. If I ever get around to actually listening to my own podcast, I'm sure sure I'll find some errors that I made. (laughs) 
You can do like a mass uh, yeah. apology. Maybe I'll do a special edition, like episode <laughs> eight and a half, all my apologies. Um, if you do find any apologies and you do want to let us know, I don't know if you can on a Facebook page because it's not a Facebook person, but feel free to do it there. Or you could email twodansdodan at gmail.com. Spoken we- so well from someone who doesn't have Facebook. <laughs> We, me and Dan have a joint account now. <laughs> we do. You've got Facebook now. Do I? Yeah, it's official. Do I? <laughs> Can you? All right. You also have a fan page. No, it's gone, isn't it? Oh, is it? That's a shame. Might need to make a new one. I went out of vogue. <laughs> um, so anyway, I think I may have accidentally bought a um, bootlegged copy of Swap Meet online. Seems that way. Yeah, either that or like it's just just from Germany. It could go either way. So yeah, it still says swap meet in English on the front. And then everything else is in German. Like the, the tagline, the synopsis, all the legal stuff, all German. Um, and the menu when you go into oh, it. The menu's German. Um, just to get away from the German for a second. Mm-hmm. The front cover. Yeah. Did you notice that none of that happened in the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, and I couldn't even find that uh, cover online anyway. Yeah, that dude with the flick knife? Oh, I missed the flick knife. Yeah, well, there's no flick knife in there. They're all goodies. <laughs> uh, anywho, so um, I, I watched the DVD first from knowing a guy that for some reason said Sprachen du Deutsch a lot. Which I no means do you speak German ah. or loosely. Uh, I knew that Sprach being on the menu was a clue as to speak. Right, okay, yeah. Um, so I watched it in English, okay, so I know what great. happens. Then I lent Dan the DVD. <laughs> Dan watched half an hour of it in German. <laughs> sent me an email saying, hey man, is this in English anywhere? Because it's all in German. But I was asleep by that point. Yeah. So so I just continued watching it. <laughs> so it's finished. So anyway, Dan, would you please run me through what you gather is the plot of Swap Me, the uh, German film? No worries. All right. And any names that you picked up along the way would be super duper. Ah, uh, okay. I did only pick out one person's name, and that's Danny DeVito's name, and his name was Max. The only reason I knew that, because he was a mechanic and, and uh, he uh, had it written on his shirt. His shirt wasn't secondhand? But he, he did say Max, but I probably wouldn't have picked that up yeah he might have thought he meant the volume mm, yeah <laughs> uh, so anyway you're a mechanic to the max yeah <laughs> so run me through it okay uh, it's a movie about a group of youths mm-hmm. not up to much good uh, starts with a girl who owes someone money and she assumes she'll just go to the swap meet and flog some wares and I think she's getting married maybe she's trying to get some money for is this the, the marriage? Blonde, is this the blonde lady? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who everyone's kind of doting on at the swap meet. Doting's a, yep, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> continue. <laughs> it's a PG word. If you ever want to um, find out the name of the character, just let me know, and I oh, remember yeah. some of them. Uh, do you know her name? Annie. Annie. All right. Nice yeah. One. And there's a reason I remember that. We should come back later. Then there's the dashing male uh, character. Mm-hmm. He arrives, and he he's kind of the leader of the bad guys or the enemy gang uh-huh oh yeah like the dude that drives the porsche like the gray car yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah okay uh we we're introduced to another couple and they start you know the flirt i think they're part of part of the gang yeah then there's the high school star who turns up and him and the market owner 
do a bit of a flirt. She was blonde. She oh. was also in the group. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yep, some obese guys do some dirty work for the sleazy guy. Mm-hmm. Rhea Perlman steals some shit from the market. <laughs> she steals so much stuff. <laughs> Isn't that great? I R- love that part. Rhea, Pearl, um, Rhea Perlman just turns up like in three different scenes. Just stuffing stuff down her dress, like pairs of shoes. <laughs> and that's shoes. it. And she doesn't even need to be in the movie. It's just a great addition. Yeah. she. Get, I think she gets more screen time than DeVito. Yeah, I think she does as well. Then we're moved to a like a rock and roll bar. Seems to be the local hangout. Yep. And uh, maybe some gang war stuff starts between the sleazy guy and the fat guys and the main character. Yep. Yeah. And By the way, I'm saying yes, I understand. Not oh no yeah not yes you're right no Just I know don't, that. Get, don't get <laughs> don't get cocky. Uh, then something happens with the, their car. They take it to the mechanic, Danny DeVito, Max, mm-hmm. and um, I think he stiffs him, gives him a bit of a tough run. No, oh, not DeVito. Yeah, he played a pretty sleazy character. Anyway, does he? Well, to the Max, he's got <laughs> composers all over the walls. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know. They didn't explain it in English. There was a lot of shots with the composers in it. Like it was, it was meant to be in there. It wasn't just a yeah. Maybe it was that's how they picked the location. They really like the composers. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, continue with your. um... I went to this mechanic, and the guy was really into classical music. I don't think I've heard that said before. Yeah, I'm. I reckon it's been something. Yeah, I don't know if you're. Mechanic likes classical music. Let us know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there, there's a Max. Max has turned up. Yeah, Max has turned up. Uh, I think maybe the big burly blokes did something to their car, and that's why they had to take it to Davido. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're trying to get back to get I back mean, at them. Can you give them names? Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm losing um, track. Because everyone. Well, I, I originally had called them the Dumpling Twins. Oh yeah. And. I don't know why, but I liked that name. That's a good name. I could use that. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> they, they look like two dudes who probably should have those hats with the propellers on. Oh, yeah. It's like a Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I didn't invent that. Tweed. That, right. was, that was Lewis Carroll. Okay. So, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Mark Stefan Nick. Oh, yeah. No, it was him. My mistake. <laughs> Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's he's a busy boy. <laughs> Never puts his pen down. Anyway, there's a bit of back and forth, and they are challenged to a race. Yep. And the Twiddle D and Twiddle Dum end up crashing their car, and the guys from the, the the main characters in the gang they've stolen the sleazy guy's Porsche along the way, and they run the race with the the car cover on. Yep. And I think they win, and then the girl from the beginning, the blonde girl, she ends up marrying this nerdy guy, mm-hmm. and that's credits. Yeah, that, to be honest, that was about as close as I think as you would have got had you watched it in English. Do you think maybe it helps that I watched it in a different language for me to understand what the plot is? Oh, for you to get a plot out of that movie, you're doing well, <laughs> It didn't didn't have one much. So what happened? No, oh, there was a lot of there was a lot of scenes at the swap meet. Yeah, um, which was actually an actual swap meet. 
Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's a drive-in movie theater mm. that um, during the day they have swap meets there and they make more money. Oh. And the nerdy guy on the front desk, he does like advertising and he sort of runs the show and he's renting out the office upstairs of the boss to Annie, right. the blonde lady. Yeah. And she's like just having a great old time. Fun fact, Australian. Yeah, I did find oh, that out. Oh, you googled that? Yeah, I, I did. You I heard it, it in her voice when she spoke in an Australian accent. Oh, right. No, no, no. She didn't have an Australian accent in the German film. No, she might have. German version. Yeah, she might. Uh, anyway, so he's running out upstairs to her. She's um, banging dudes by night during the movie. She takes bookings every night. Yeah, like, right, and, okay. Um, but that nerdy dude's in love with her, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, then the good guys in the red T-bird, Doug, something, and someone. Yep, yep. They, um, they piss off. They're, they're not really the good guys when you think about it. Oh, no, they are. If they you are? Can, if you can hear it, they're nice. Ah, okay, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Doug, Billy, and Buddha. <laughs> yeah, the fat guy doesn't have a name. He just keeps making reference to himself being fat, even though he's not actually that fat. <laughs> and they call him Buddha. Okay, right. Uh, so they piss off the bad guy somehow. I think he has a crush on one of the girls that one of them likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main guy, Doug. Let's go, Doug. Yeah, I got that. I got he, that feel. Yeah. So then he, he both he goes up to the the dumpling twins. Mm-hmm, yeah. And pays them a hundred dollars to trash the red T bird because they borrowed it off their dad, much like uh, the inspiration for Ferris Bueller. I oh. You heard it here first. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they, he does that. They, and they're like, yeah, we'll take the money. Oh, wait. Oh, it's a nice car. And then he threatens them as well. Oh. So he blackmails them to get them fired from his dad's um, like garage. Okay, right. Which, oh, wait. We, they never explain if Max works at his dad's oh, garage. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, well, they might, but in their own way. <laughs> um, so he blackmails them and pays them. Right. Which, okay. You know, yeah. works. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. That makes sense. So that's when they have the crash in the car park. And then they go to Max to get the car fixed, and he wants to lovingly handcraft it for six months. But then says okay, he'll do have it for a crash. them. Yep, right. He'll do it for them in a week for mm-hmm. money. So then they have to go have a swap meet to make some money. But then they just selling absolute rubbish. Okay. <laughs> like what? What are they selling? Uh, lamp. You could see it. They had lamps. Yeah, I know. And plants. <laughs> You're not explaining the movie to me. Well, <laughs> you saw this bit. Um, so they're selling lamps and plants, but that doesn't go so well. And then they have a fake brothel in the back of their um, friend's van. Like the two girls have a van. Mm-hmm. And so they get dudes to come in um, and they're sitting there with baseball bats. Uh, and all the dudes are bigger than bribery. them. They're like, hey, how does this work? And then they're like, you know, if you walk out of here and look like you're um, like unhappy, we're just going to say you couldn't get it up. Um, they're trying to get to 250 bucks. So I... Oh, with a, a line that long, they've got a. I'm okay, sure they so a swap meet's pretty reasonable type of. You know, they're not going to Ocean's Eleven it and try to. No, no, they steal need, a painting or anything. No, well, they can just real Perlman maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She's swift. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, so anyway, and her method as well, just yeah. confidence straight down the front of the top. Yeah, she doesn't even know that guy's looking, but always manages to stuff it down a shirt. <laughs> what about when she's getting her fortune read? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fortune teller turns away, and she stuffs the uh, the globe down a, down the a crystal top. ball. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, didn't see that one I, coming. Yeah, I wanted to say that as she walked off, but no, nah. no. Nah. Um, 
Yeah, so anyway, some more stuff happens. They piss off. It's not a race when the fat guys are throwing stuff at each other. It's actually they're chasing them. Oh, but what's... There's, like, flags and there's a big banner and stuff. I just assumed it was a race. And, like, a, oh, a no. stadium so or something. So they've stolen the car mm. to, to ransom it back to him. Yeah. And then somehow they're going to have the world's biggest swap at the swap meet. Okay. <laughs> And so that's going to make the swap meet a lot of money and get it in Guinness World Records, actually. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, but before that, they get pissed and go for a joyride, but they don't want to ding up the car, so they put a sheet on it, and the fat guy hangs out the top and directs them. Oh, wow. Oh, that's why. Okay, because I couldn't figure out how they were steering. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and then at the end, they, at the big day for the swap meet, which the girls from the band came up with, there's that big car crash. Everyone donates money because they're heaps happy because the nerdy guy from the from the swap meet marries Annie. Oh uh, yeah. And then they all pay for the the T-bird to get fixed. Oh, that's the nice. So they really just they cut a lot of corners. <laughs> it but it's a hell of a movie. You really um what a way to dodge just asking Danny DeVito for a bit of an advance. Yeah. Well, he you're not going to make a movie out of that though, are you? Yeah, no. He he was pretty thorough. I think his words were, in fact, okay, you got it. It'll stand you 250 clams. That's it. Bottom line, 250, period. Now, I was trying to go because he was a bit snotty again in this one. Oh, does he? And I was trying to do that. I don't, I don't know how it went. <laughs> anyway, so we wanted, we wanted to double down this week, but we didn't. Yeah, so we wanted to double down this week and we watched an episode of Always Sunny that kind of relates to Swap Meet. Mm-hmm. And this is one where they go to the market as they try to leave uh, Philly. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, we, wa- we picked it because they go to the market, which is a little like the swap meet, but there was a lot more market in this episode in my memory than there was in reality. Yeah, same, that's right. They, they spend like two minutes calling Italians gypsies and haggling over things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, yeah, it's a gen- great episode, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But, um, and we haven't talked about Always Sunny yet. It's about time. Yeah, well, it's about time we acknowledge it at the very least. Mm. Um, I would like to admit that when I was like six... Yeah, that always sunny wasn't even on yet. Yeah, no, no, like sort of like a. Oh, you weren't going there. No, wasn't it? Wasn't it on yet? Well, uh, before we go into this, uh, Charlie has never eaten a pear, so that's why they're stopping at the Italian market. Yeah. So he eats a pear, uh, and he hates it. And they like cut away for Mac to have a go at the the pear vendor. They cut back, and the pear's gone. He's eaten the whole thing. He hated it. Core stem covered in stickers. (laughs) Eats the whole thing. And it made me remember when I was six, one time I ate an apple at school with a sticker on it and I ate the sticker by accident. Yeah. And then someone told me that I would die. Whoa. So naturally being like five or six tops, I believed him. Because <laughs> you do. So like naturally I just cried a bunch and then they went and got my big sister who told me that that didn't happen. She ate stickers all the time. <laughs> and then another person told me she always ate the apples on a stick, stick on her apples because she really liked them. And now she's a doctor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe so, the stickers made her smarter. Yeah, but how does that work if the apple keeps the doctor away? That's true. 
Maybe she stopped eating apples and that's when she could become a doctor. Maybe the sticker is the only good part of the apple. Maybe. Maybe that's the secret. I have a feeling it was a little bit like how I came to eat the stickers off the apples all the time after that because I knew you could now. So I was like, you know what? First bite every time. <laughs> I, I reckon I did that for a good year. A bit of steel. All right. Yeah. It's just like, you know, this doesn't kill me. I can just, <laughs> it's not food, but I can eat it. And I just ate it. Like when I found out you could eat watermelon seeds. Because oh, my, my grandma used to tell me that they'd grow in my stomach. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me that as well. Yeah. And believed the, it. Did the, you believe it? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. And pumpkins in your ears, real pumpkins. Oh, I never ate pumpkin as a kid. I didn't like it. No, it tastes a little like heat wax. Does it? It does. Weird. <laughs> never got that. It's the pumpkin in your ear. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, moving on. Um, so, yeah, we have now acknowledged that we watched that episode of It's Always Sunny. Oh, wait. Wait. Quickly back to Swap Me. Uh-huh. Who is Jonathan Grease in it? Who's Jonathan Grease? He's the guy, he's the weird uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, he's Doug. He's the main guy. The guy with the T-bird. He's Ferris Bueller. Oh, Pure. is he? Yeah. I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, no, I didn't either till I looked it up. Ah, oh, yeah, because he was the main, like, top-billed cast and yeah, I yeah. couldn't find him in it. Okay, right, he was just yeah, really he young. Yeah, look. Yeah, well, obviously he was, like, 40 years younger. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Makes a bit of sense. Um, I did want to ask, just, mm. okay, now we're back there. Um, we're back at Swap Meet. Yeah. Um, is the van the same van from the van? Uh, the van... You know the van that they, the girls own, where they pull up, they get the flat tire at the start? Nah. Similar. Not, very not similar. Same, same kind of van principle? Yeah. Same era. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, and same type of shenanigans going on. Oh, okay. Hanky-panky. Hanky-panky, yeah. Yep. Truth or Dan? Mm. Um, no, this is just, this is just a sly truth or Dan. Yeah. Uh, do truth or Dan, the nerdy guy. Yep. At the at the swap meet, the guy at the gate. Yep. Is the voice of Brainy Smurf. He looks like he was. He could be the voice of Brainy Smurf. Brainy Smurf. What's what's? How does a Brainy Smurf sound? Like a nasal Brainy nerd. <laughs> oh, damn, I thought you were going to do it. Yeah. Um, I can, I'm going to call Dan. Yeah. Well, you'd be wrong. That's why oh. I just threw it in there because I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, wow. true. Yeah, cool. it's him. Um, and he sounds heaps like him, but he kind of like in different bits, he sounds like, oh, that is pretty smooth. And other times he sounds like Gene Wilder. Oh. Um, and in that scene where they're, he's in the car with Annie mm-hmm. and she starts to go down on him, yeah. he's like saying, oh, Annie a lot. And it sounds exactly like Oh Annie from um, that movie that we don't talk about because it was awful, which is really strange. I'm like, well, it's like a double down. But then for the rest of the scene, it kind of sounds like it's Brainy Smurf. Like I couldn't get that out of, couldn't get that image out of my head. I'm like, ooh, ooh Brainy Smurf, you're G-rated. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, but I suppose if if uh, Brainy Smurf was personified it would probably look like yeah probably that guy did you ever see despicable me too yep do you reckon that dude like the brainy smurf dude do you reckon he looked like the bad guy from despicable me too yeah yep yep totally yeah totally it took me like two days to figure that out i didn't even think about it also has a bit of a mr burns going on oh yeah it's got a bit of a yeah and and the pointy nose and stuff oh yeah 
Not as quite like cartoonish. My favorite line that he dropped that again you missed because there's so much stuff you missed. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I missed anything at all. You missed the term super swapophistic. Wow. Yeah, was just, that announced over a PA? Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah it was. He was saying how good it was. All right. Yeah. Um, August 19, mm-hmm. 2011. Uh-huh. Do you remember the date? Do you remember what you're doing that day? Um, I'm pretty sure that's the day that I woke up. I did like 19 push-ups, <laughs> four star jumps. Then I went online, bought some shoes <laughs> on sale. Mm-hmm. I had a bagel for breakfast. Yeah. And then you went and got your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what I did. Sorry, I was because then it's a good bagel. Explained what Dane DeVito did that day. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, oh yeah. <laughs> I forget that me and him have the same memory sometimes. <laughs> you got the same birthday. Yeah, it's true. Man, it was a good bagel. <laughs> Nice shoes too. Still got them. So do you taste like if he's had a big night and he's vomiting, do you taste that a little bit? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he knows the uh, the thirst crusher you're yeah, enjoying at the moment. It's currently whatever time it is. He's just burping fizz and he doesn't know why. Yeah, that's why I haven't, I haven't burped any thirst crush this whole time. <laughs> he, that's how he came up with limoncello actually. <laughs> Because he invented limoncello. He didn't just start making one. He invented it. Oh, did he? Yeah. He would. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I did want to know, have you ever seen the movie Fritz the Cat? Nah. Well, you might not be interested that Steve Krantz, the guy that wrote this movie, produced Fritz the Cat. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, the guy that directed it, Bryce Mack, did a lot of animation for Disney. Oh. Mostly background work. Uh, but some foregrounding characters, Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella, Peter Pan, and even Fantasia. Wow. Did he do any other movies? Yeah, there was a few. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't really click on a lot. Okay, sorry. Truth or Dan? I didn't have much. I didn't say much Truth or Dan. You real. Well, no, that was a fake out. Oh, it was a fake I out. Was, so I could bring that up. All right, all right, all right. Because you didn't even introduce the theme song or anything. Well, no, because it's your turn to sing the theme song. Wait, no, you sung it last time. Yeah. So maybe... Maybe... Oh, well, just... Um, um, just do that. Just sing it. One final thing. Yeah. Before we get into the... What's up mm. with people that like this movie writing reviews and little things about it on the internet? Yeah. Why do they all use the term TNA? Do you think it was written, you know, late 90s where that... Phrase was possible was uh, popular. Did IMDb exist in the late nineties? No, you're right. Yeah. They just did the internet it. exist then? I'm pretty sure the internet always existed. <laughs> it always existed. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like electricity; it always existed. We just discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always existed in the ether. Yeah, yeah, it's always been there. We just had tap to tap into the mainframe. Just had to log on. <laughs> Just wire up. Do you know that IT Crowd episode where... Do you watch IT Crowd? I have seen every episode. Oh, uh, yeah. You know that one where um, she... Jen has to give it... Jess to present something about IT mm-hmm. and they give her a black box and say it's the internet. Oh, uh, yeah. 
My the lady I worked with told her dad that if he Googled the word Google, then he'd break the internet. <laughs> Did you do it? No, he's never Googled the word Google. <laughs> I wonder what would happen though. Actually, no. I, Google comes up. I did it the other day because I was trying to go to a Google something site. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just came up with the share price for Google and their logo. <laughs> and the address. Yeah. Um, Truth or Dan. Need a veto. Truth or Dan. Like that? Yeah. There you go. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, cool. So, Jonathan Grease, who we had mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. The Uncle Rico. Hasn't been, you know, hasn't really cracked the Hollywood stardom barrier, would Mm -hmm. you say? Maybe a minor character you don't you don't see him pop up too often i'd say periphery yeah he's on the periphery tertiary tertiary yeah (laughs) truth or dan truth or dan does he have more movie credits than danny devito oh i looked at this i'm gonna go with he dant he does he (laughs) did how many has he got 134 that's so many yeah What's DeVito on? Is he on one... 132, isn't he? 132. Or is he 123? We, we talked about last week. What I believe it? it's 132. I don't... Yeah. I think he just know. beats him by two. That's pretty... That's a good one. Yeah. Truth or Dan, mm-hmm. DeVito has never been above the 43rd floor of any building. Above a 43rd floor? <laughs> of any building ever. Wow. How... Mm. Dude's 70, okay. 70 odd now, isn't Okay. He? Who, always sunny is through, what's well, a minor, they're independent, eh? Yeah. Do but they might have moved into bigger sh- and better offices since they made it big. Yeah, but surely he's... Actually, they were always, like, I think they're an intermediate. Anyway, I don't know a lot about studios. No, but surely he's had to step into some kind of, like, the NBC building or you know something are you saying that the quote he's got to meet some executive fallacy how do you know it's a direct quote how how do you know devito's not like hey i'm 43 i'm devito because it just so happens that he went to the 43rd floor one day he's never gone higher he just remembers the day that he went to 43 went yeah you know what i don't think i've been up higher than 43 floors that's because we're not ballers No one wants us that high. Yeah. <laughs> Not episode eight, that's for sure. No, no. Maybe maybe episode 43. Oh, episode 44. Write it down. Oh, we'll go to the 44th floor somewhere. All right. Live from the 44th floor of a building that doesn't exist in Sydney. Yeah, no, there'll be one. <laughs> um, I'd just like to introduce our favorite new segment, Other Dans. Other Dans. Introduce me to Other Dans. It doesn't have a theme song yet, but, you know, it's new. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two other Dans involved in this movie in the cast and the crew. The first is Danny... Wait, Dan Spector, who goes by. Sorry. Dan Spector is Billy, the best friend um, of Uncle Rico. Yep, right. He hasn't done heaps of other acting that I remember looking at. That's right, he's still a Dan. And yeah. how was his performance in the movie? Oh, fabulous. He looked good to He me. was like maybe third best performance behind DeVito. Mm-hmm. Rhea Perlman. Fourth best mm-hmm. behind DeVito, Rhea Perlman, and Danny Goldman, 
who played Ziggy. That was his name. Brainy Smurf. Oh, Brainy Smurf Ziggy. Yeah, his name's Ziggy. Oh, nice. Oh, did I mention his dad owns the, yeah, the you drive-in? Did, you did mention that. Yeah, Not also, mm-hmm. Annie... Um, is staying in his office and cleans it up too good and, and Ziggy thinks he's going to get fired because he's letting someone sleep in the office but Dad's not supposed to know she's not supposed to be there Does she get in trouble? Does she get found out? Nah, she gets hitched and <laughs> Ziggy becomes partner with his dad in the company and so he can just do what he wants now Awesome Yeah Well, I think we should just um, maybe move on to I've had a rough crack at an accent Seeing as you don't have much to go off, I'm just going to get you to read out a bit for me. Okay. Um, I wrote, for some reason I just started writing down a really long quote. I want you to read from, yes, and that's then. My handwriting's got real bad lately. That's all right. Yes, then. And just do, like, just channel your DeVito. Um, do you want me to read through it first? Because I'll probably um, need to read through it. Yeah, if you want. I mean, the, the whole thing was, was... What's that word? Goal? Uh, first coat. Coat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tex and I? Tex, yeah, Tex. It's a dude. Max is friend Max. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then we'll apply the first coat. And instead of letting it dry, Tex and I will blow a warm breath on the paint so it will dry evenly. Yeah. Yeah. That All was right. nothing like the way he delivered it. <laughs> he was he was more He's aloof. a pro. Yeah. No, like I mean And it, you know, he does his pauses. accent really well. Yeah, he does his accent a lot better than we can. Don't you worry. <laughs> but your accent is improving, I will say. I've been working on it. It shows. Um You sound really good. It's pretty funny when you're just walking down the street. And well, do you uh, do it in public? You just crack it out. Yeah. It's great. Do you ever like try Excuse it? me, miss? <laughs> That, I wouldn't do that when the sun's up, so just do that. Don't. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, that'll do us. Let's stick a fork in this one. Um, next week, we're going to do, man, I'm looking forward to this one. It's called Going Ape with an exclamation mark. Any movie with an exclamation mark in, you've already got me interested. Except for the movie Oklahoma. I've never seen that. Um, <laughs> Not worth the exclamation mark. No. But yeah, Going Ape starring Tony Danza. We're getting into Also that. has exclamation mark on the end of his name. Does he? Yeah, he got it. Oh, that's he got it uh, changed by default. Ah. You know, I always thought that was default. I made, I made that up. I know, but it is Deadpool. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, right. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Wait, you lied about the exclamation mark on Tony Danza's name? I completely lied. Was, see? I said it with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> You totally believe me. Yeah, definitely believe you. All right, you. I'm so going to start you doing that. <laughs> Everyday life. Yeah. So, going eight. Tony Danza's <laughs> uncle dies and he inherits three orangutans. All it's right. going to be heaps of fun. Uh, is David Vito one of the orangutans? I uh, didn't. Do, oh, do, do we know what... Spoilers, bro. Do we know what uh, his... Spoilers. His character is in it? Danny DeVito... One Danny DeVito one? I don't know. I'm I'm hoping maybe hoping? he's a like a gorilla tamer. Oh, oh, okay. He were like rides him and has a whip and stuff. I feel like yeah, no, this era you could get that over. <laughs> it's got like, Tony you know. Danzer in it, and he inherits three gorillas. Like that's not too out there. That's not crazy. <laughs> um, I'd like to think of him more as a best friend come chauffeur. Ah, uh, or maybe he's just the bad guy. Nah, nah, nah. I, I think you're getting two Dunstan checks in for me here. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I've yeah. been Dan. I have been Dan, and we've just done Dan. Dan. <laughs>